It's the Ken Miller Show. Final hour here on a midweek edition tomorrow. Looking forward to the program. A lot of Cyhawk conversation. Eric Taft will be here. Dylan Montz will be here. Scott Dockerman, Landa 10 will be here. Uh, we do have to head over to Lincoln to catch up with Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star on the Scott Frost hiring. And then Mitch Holtis on the Kansas City Chiefs. If you missed it, uh, Andy Reid has suspended Marcus Peters. This isn't a league suspension. This is a Chiefs, a team suspension. One game for one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Now, he's a head case, obviously, <laughs> as we know. Um, as he left the field, he picked up the official's flag following a penalty that he didn't like, threw the flag into the stands at MetLife Stadium uh, in the waning moments of that loss to the Jets last week. He wasn't kicked out of the game. He thought he was. Came or, back. At least we assume. Well, he had to, they had to go chase him right, down. Right, right. Minus so, socks. <laughs> minus his socks. He, yeah, he was taken off his gear, right? He was back in the locker room. He wasn't kicked out of the game. He just—I don't know—did he assume that you know that's going to warrant a disqualification? It's a pretty good assumption. I would assume the same. Yeah, I've never seen that before. No, I'll be honest. No, but I, I, I love the guys in the stands too that caught the flag. Oh, giddy, weren't they? Oh, Taking did, selfies yes. with the flag. Yeah, good for them. Oh yeah, um, I'd be doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen that before. That's a, that's interesting. You're, you're in a spot like that. Best case scenario, an errant pass. Comes up there, maybe you can keep the football. Right. That's it. Who's, who's, left, who's left the building with a flag, right? You get a bat every now and then. Sure, you're yeah. going to be a baseball, maybe. But a flag. A flag. No, that's weird. That really is weird when you think about it. I, that's got to that, be a first. I'd put that in a trophy case. Yeah, I think yeah. I would too. And now they got the pictures. And they got some FaceTime on TV. Yep. So you can verify uh, that that was the actual flag. You're not buying on eBay. Uh, a, a a fraudulent flag, uh, good stuff. They should have Peter sign it. Then it yes, would really be worth yeah. something if he can spell his own name, and I'm not sure he could. Um, you know, Andy Reid has gone off after a lot of questionable character guys. I mean, you go back to we're talking about the NFL, though. But they're a different level. I mean, they're they're more than normal. Like Peters, who are you talking about? Tyreek Hill. Yeah, David Irving. Draft. They did take Irving originally, yep. There's Boy, been, he's been good with the Cowboys. Yes. He's really good. There's been some bad apples down there in And Kansas you know what? City. I wonder if um, if Iowa State in particular, Matt Campbell, will try and, or maybe he doesn't even want to repair the relationship mm-hmm. with a guy that was last seen carrying a stop sign at Visha. Right. Right? That was the picture of the six foot seven football player trying to blend in while carrying a stop sign, pull and all. <laughs> Who hit from the who hit by Holman? Holman. Visha must have been a hell of a time. Made it once. Did you? Don't remember much of it. Yeah, well, I don't think you're alone. Drank a lot of booze. Yeah. Had a good time. Right. Certainly the most fun I've ever had names was my time at Visha. But by by my original point, I wonder if Campbell because when it's when it's Sunday night football and look, the Cowboys record or not, are they're going to be on Sunday night football yes. next year. Yep. Whether the three and thirteen or thirteen and three, the the Dallas Cowboys. And when it comes to introducing the defense, because NBC I don't know if they have a trademark on that, but no other network, when they introduce the offense and the defense, do the guys come on and say they're school. Right. David Irving does his high school, mm-hmm. as a number of them do. Yes. And I don't know if it's all predicated on if it and if it didn't end well at your college, mm-hmm. that you slight your college. Or you just maybe have a better relationship with your high school Maybe coach. you have a high school coach. Yeah, maybe you do. More of a better connection. Juco guy that only played somewhere for a year or two. Maybe, right. You know, you, well, high school, whatever it is. Speaking of that, quick aside, 
I heard an idea, I can't remember too long ago, during college broadcasts, mm-hmm. how cool it would be for the players to do the announcements like that. I saw their high school. in the last couple of weeks, Trent. I that would see. be excellent. Yes, it would. Yeah. yeah. Give, give a little shout out to the high school coaches right. and, and the programs that got them into being D1 players. I mm-hmm. thought that it was a really good idea, and I don't remember who it was, but... Uh, Regardless, the tip of the ball cap to him. I, yeah. I'd love to see that. And Does the NCAA, for some reason, would they frown on that? I mean, I, I don't know. You never know. Violations, that, right? you never know. Yeah, but but my point, will Campbell try and, you know, patch that? I know that apparently Scott Frost is going to try with Ndamukong Sue. Okay. Because when, when, not that the Dolphins are on Sunday Night Football, but, you know, when he gets introduced, he's not Nebraska. Well, they were on primetime for three straight weeks here, what, about a month ago. Remember I that remember disaster? That. Yeah, that Oof. was bad. Bad, bad, bad. At but, least we get the Steelers for three consent. I can handle the Steelers. Well, they're hell. They're three, hell of a team. Yeah. Now they the do. Dolphins, like you said the other day, I, I agree with you. They play up or down to their level of competition. Yes, I do. Yeah. Every single week it seems, mm-hmm. and well, it's bit them a couple of times. They lost to the Bears. How? Yeah. That was that soldier. Yes. Right. And you they, know what? We're we're talking to Cap. This has been rattling around in my Bears mind because this team is talented. There's talent on the Bears. Where? Well. You, I Cole, like their defense. I like Cohen, parts of their defense. Howard offensive line has peace, mm-hmm. but it's not a team. Mm-hmm. It's not built. Ryan Pace was a hell of a scout. That's the reason he's a GM. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's a general manager. There, there is a difference between the two jobs. Sure, though that's the ascension that you take. You go from scout and hope to become a GM. I do wonder if he's just more of a scout than he is general manager because the way that they've constructed this team, it just it doesn't make much sense. And even when there were a few more expectations a couple of years back early on, kind of same kind of thing. I just I don't know what he's trying to do outside of just accumulate talent. That doesn't work in the NFL. You have to have the pieces fit, and his pieces don't fit. And that, that's my concern with Pace mm-hmm. going forward. He's going to get another job, uh, another chance to hire his coach. You know, Cappy told us that. That makes sense. But that's my concern kind of going forward with Pace. He'll bring in some talent. Can he make it a team? I don't know. Need receivers in the worst way, Trent. Oh. I don't have to tell you that. Yeah. Uh, the point spread's up for the Seahawks game t- tomorrow night. Now, this isn't Vegas yet, but this is the first number that's come up. I, I don't see any of the Vegas properties, the Westgate, MGM, William Hill, Wynn, uh, CG Technology, full disclosure, it's where I'm an employee in stations. Uh, they have not put their number out yet, but the first number usually comes from faraway places. Uh, is Iowa State is a five-point favorite uh, in, in the game tomorrow night. We kind of thought that would, would be around there. I mean, if you would have asked this question, and I think we probably did at some point, um, there's no way Iowa State was going to be favored in this game. But I, I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give up on Iowa yet, but Trent, I, I don't see how do you fix this. We talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. You just can't. There's no quick fix, it doesn't seem like. And Iowa State, conversely, they struggled to... You know, to to find their roles, but now they're starting to find their roles, and especially when they found their point guard right. um, and allowing the other guys to play where they should. They fixed it. They have fixed it. They fixed it. And were able to do so internally. I'm not sure Iowa's roster has that luxury. This line seems even low to me. Uh, the way Does it? That, yeah. So you think Iowa State will double-digit them? I, I asked Monday night. I put it out on Twitter what the number would be. I, had, I figured seven and a half would be a fair number, just mm-hmm. the way these teams have looked over the last couple of weeks. Maybe that is a little bit hefty because still an Iowa State team that hasn't 
beaten anybody of, of real consequence. Trent, their first 20 minutes the other night against Northern Illinois, yeah. no, admittedly, I didn't see it start to finish because I was over at the Hawks mostly. I saw mm-hmm. the final 20 minutes in, t- in its entirety. That was but the good when, part. It was the good part. Yeah. Uh, but what I saw earlier, I, I saw more of the same, I thought, but mm-hmm. they, mm, they, fig- they figured it out in the second half. Figured it out. And there's the other team that hasn't been able to mm-hmm. figure it out. As we've talked about, I was still talented. And maybe it just it all clicks. It all comes together finally in Hilton College. Should Garza be starting? Maybe that's what he's talking about. When if McCaffrey's... he is going to make a change in the starting lineup that was alluded to today, possibly. Mm-hmm. What's the best starting lineup for this team? Mm. Is it the the problem? Is I just I never at least a year ago, I didn't like the way that Cook and Pemsel played together. Mm-hmm. They they just. Too many of the same kind of parts that they do, too many things, they need space inside. It, it was almost redundant having those two guys play together and it never really But you clicked. like both of them still. Yeah, right? I know I do, yeah. yeah. But maybe with an offseason, maybe they they probably play together a lot more. Cook was injured, Pencil was the one that came in. So I'm sure they didn't have a lot of court time and maybe that was a part of it. But getting Pencil out there, getting that toughness, bringing that component, it's it, he's he's got a little more toughness to him. So it sure does. That, that could help out. Bear versus Wagner in the starting lineup. Maybe it's time just to sit Isaiah Moss because he has completely fallen apart the last two his, weeks. His first half the other night was abysmal. Yes, and this continues to happen for him. We'll give you a shot off the bench. Time for you to get locked in, mm-hmm. figure out what you're going to do because he played a great first eight minutes. I remember a year ago against Minnesota. He was unbelievable in that game up in the barn. Speaking of Minnesota, how'd they lose oh, last night? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, no bench. They're not very yeah. deep. That's a big concern. But I know up in Nebraska. But Nebraska. Nebraska, a couple of nice wins. Boston yeah. College uh, in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. One and of the few wins. One of the few wins, <laughs> yes. Who would have thought that? Nebraska's holding the candle for the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you wonder when you look at the lineup and the different combinations, if Moss, sit him down. Try to get his, his because he's so important. Have they you, need him to be good. Yeah, and he, and he hasn't been. Have no. you found? Uh, if you found a point guard, if, is there anybody no. that you would? No, because <laughs> you don't want Bohannon to be the one. You want to be the shooting guard. No, and and they've swung and missed. I, I saw a couple of years ago they were looking at a kid that was committed somewhere. His name's Christian Vitel. I don't know if you remember that name from uh, two springs back. And uh, I think it was a UNLV commit when their uh, when their coach. Left and beer was fired. Yeah, beer took the job for a week. Yeah, it was during that whole transition. Well, the kids end up at UConn. I was I was watching them uh, some highlights last night. They lost last night. UConn did uh, Syracuse, I think it was. Is that who they played last night? Not sure. Regardless, that's the kind of guy they need, though. You know, six one quickness can beat guys off the dribble. They need that guy. Mm -hmm. The guy's not showing up right now. Connor McCaffrey's not that guy. Good point guard. Mm -hmm. He'll be fine on the line, but he's not that guy right now. How much different is a roster going to look next year? Well, it depends. Are they going to go find one in the JUCO ranks? JUCO, grad transfer. They've tried before. Yeah. Haven't been able to hit it. But they have to do something. Who was that real speedy kid in here that had the off the, maybe, was he, didn't he ro- armed robbery at one point in his career? Trey Dickerson? Trey Dickerson, yes. He's still playing college basketball. Now, where he was in one of the Dakotas for a while, wasn't he? He started at one JUCO in Dakota, in North Dakota. no. A Juco, his second year of Juco was in North Dakota, came to Iowa, ended up at South Dakota, now is a grad transfer at Georgetown. Is that where he is? He's Talk still about playing. being traveled. 
Boy, he's had that. That's that is a long career. North Dakota to Iowa to South Dakota. There's one other stop in there. Finished it up at Georgetown. <laughs> he's going to have 250 credit hours. Yeah, that's a lot. I remember that. I remember that story, but uh, that, that's somebody. That's something that I think you could probably look. Problem for. is, he was terrible. Right. <laughs> he was fast and not very good. We'll take a time out. John Miller, HawkeyeNation dot com. More uh, Hawkeye conversation. Bama Bob is uh, coming up about one forty tomorrow. Plenty of Cyhawk. Eric Heft will be here. Dylan Montz will be here. Scott Dockerman will be here. Look forward to those three as we preview Iowa. Versus Iowa State, 7 o'clock tip tomorrow at Hilton Coliseum. Time out. Back with more. Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. For 15 years, Caring Hands has been providing food, clothing, and other types of assistance to our neighbors here in the Southeast Polk community in Pleasant Hill and in Bondurant. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our many donors and volunteers. Together, we have provided over 180,000 meals and over 30,000 items of clothing this year. If you're interested in partnering or helping out at Caring Hands, you can find all the information you need at our website, caringhandsiowa.org. On behalf of all of us from here at Caring Hands, we'd like to wish you a very merry Christmas. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery.com. The premier college basketball event in the Midwest, the High V Classic, returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3.30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55-HIGH-V. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, Big O Tires, Omgars, and Brick Street Market and Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with an 11% rebate on everything. Update your home with Delta faucets. The Porter High Arc bathroom faucet in a chrome finish is just $59.63 after rebate. The Foundation's kitchen faucet in a stainless steel finish is only $106.79 after rebate. There's no limit to how much you can save now during the 11% rebate sale at Menard's. Good through December 9th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG, taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock here today. Cyhawk tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's show will be jam-packed with uh, Iowa and Iowa State guests. Let's get John Miller in here, kind of kick things off with that. John uh, at HawkeyeNation.com. We'll get to that in a second, John. First of all, great to talk to you, and I appreciate, as always, you coming on. Um, your thoughts, I guess, let's start football-wise, the Pinstripe Bowl. Kind of the temperature at HawkeyeNation.com as far as and I think I know the answer, is how the bowl game is going over amongst the uh, folks that uh, uh, pay visit to HawkeyeNation.com. Well, I mean, I don't mean to say this in disparagingly, but the, the people that choose to post on message boards and Twitter, I wouldn't necessarily say are representative of the entire fan base. Most people choose to do neither of those things. Um, so, but that said, the people that are posting and that are tweeting are, are, don't seem all that thrilled about the uh, the location for Iowa, and I, I don't know that many of them are going to go out there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to need the uh, the Iowa alums in the D.C. and two to three hours surrounding area that are going to have to carry the water for Iowa fan representation within Yankee Stadium. You know, John, yesterday Trent and I talked to uh, John uh, Metaparal, I believe is how I say his name, right? Uh, he is the play-by-play voice of Boston College, both football and basketball, and we kind of ran the you know, lack of enthusiasm at least from where, from where we sit, is you know, trying to take the pulse. He said it's completely different out there. They're, they're excited about the matchup. They think it's going to, they has, potentially has to be the potential to be one of the better bowl games that are being played. So the opposition, and I get it, John, it's easy to get from, from Boston to New York. I mean, people do that all the time. Uh, proximity wise makes sense, and I can understand maybe why they are uh, the way that they are, but they're, they're pumped up for this game. Well, I mean, I think that. I'll be curious to see how many Boston College fans are actually there because they don't draw that well for home games. Uh, and, you know, their their season, I, I think that they're trying to rise up from a recent lull where, mm-hmm. you know, Iowa fans, even though they probably the majority of people expected a 7-5, and 6-6 six and six type season, I think most Iowa fans are used to Iowa being elevated in the bowl selection process as opposed to 
winding up in the pinstripe bowl. And that was clearly was the desire for that to happen. I mean, the, the holiday folks wanted Iowa, the Music City folks wanted Iowa. Well, when Ohio State didn't get selected over Alabama, and that meant that Wisconsin was the highest-rated Big Ten team that wasn't a champion and available for the Orange Bowl, that means the Orange Bowl had to select them contractually. So there's this far more uh, slotting that takes place, and it was very difficult for the you know, Music City Bowl to pass on a 9-3 and Northwestern team that had beaten Iowa. So, and, Nor- and Northwestern had been to the pinstripe the previous year. So all those tumblers kind of lined up against Iowa, and that is what it is. Now, I'm not saying that this is the Iowa football team isn't, you know, eager to go play the game, but I just don't think the people surrounding it on the outside are all that eager in this uh, particular old destination. Hmm. Basketball, one more uh, football-related question. Big Ten West this time. Um, your take on Scott Frost being hired at Nebraska uh, they're going back to to their the end of their era, as you well know. John uh, Frost was very successful there. Had a, he, he uh, you know, a, a short NFL career, but changed positions to do so. Played safety. I remember him with the Jets. I'm not sure that was his last stop, but that's where I last remember him. Is Nebraska better this week than they were last week when the, when Scott Frost wasn't the head coach? There's no question about that as to how high. He can fly that red in. We'll see. But he, he I'm not, I, I am not sold on how successful his offensive system that I think he's going to run is going to be in the Big Ten. But I think that Scott Frost is going to have every opportunity to, to succeed, and they are absolutely better. And I spent a lot of time reading about his system the last week or so. And primarily, you know, it's a Chip Kelly variant, and it's a box count system. You get up, there's five in the box, you run. Um, and, and, and you just kind of go from that area. And really the best way to have success against the box count, the first and foremost thing is have a front four that can stop the run. And the better defenses in the Ferentz era have had that. Now, I won't say all of them, but I bet six, seven have been able to, to stop the run by themselves, by and large, with one backer in there. And I think Iowa actually is building a pretty darn good defensive line pipeline for the future. So that's first and foremost how you slow that offense down. Second, you need to have lockdown corners on the outside. And then third, you need to have safeties that can tackle in space. So I think maybe over the horizon, the next couple, two, three years, Iowa may be lined up well enough to handle that. But if you, if, if, when you get into trouble is when your defensive line struggles to control the run with the four and the backer. If you can't do that, then that offense is going to get you in mismatches, and it's a numbers game. John Miller, Hawkeye Nation with us here. Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700. John, uh, let's get over to Hawkeye Hoops. How can we all be so wrong? This is a terrible basketball team right now. It's really frustrating. I mean, I, I'm like, not my, when I say frustrating, I'm more frustrated with myself because the thing I've said so many years, and it's not like I coined this, but if you don't have guards in college right. basketball, you don't have a chance. Yep. And, my gosh, I am 46 years old, and once again, I overlook Iowa's mm-hmm. foibles, and I only see the positives. I'm not. Please, guys, hold me to accountable next year. Never again. <laughs> um, they're going to need to find a junior college point guard or a grad transfer point guard at the end of this season. Otherwise, next year, 
uh, will absolutely have a glass ceiling on how high they can fly, even including Joe Wieskamp coming in. They don't have a point guard on this team. They don't. Nope. And that isn't to speak disparagingly on Jordan Bohannon. I'm glad he's on Iowa. If they had, you know, uh, the car kid from Penn State, I would have Jordan Bohannon as my two guard, and he mm-hmm. would fill the rim. But they don't have a point guard, and they can't fix this one on the driving range. This is an out-of-season problem, so... For some dumb reason, uh, the Iowa media, myself, you know, I don't consider myself media, but um, we all didn't smell it. Nope. And the outside world did. And I was like, what, what, I even tweeted, what are, what, are, what are we missing that everyone else isn't? Well, we found the answer. And I can remember asking that question, John, and you know what it's like for me. I hate bringing up college basketball in the middle of football season, <laughs> but we did it two or three times because I was I was buying exactly what everybody was buying and, and, and dead wrong. So, And I agree with you that this can't be fixed in season, but if they could kind of put a, you know, a, a Band-Aid right. on it, is there someone on that roster that can allow Bohannon to play the two? Well, the, the other night at Indiana, Daly... Macy Daly looked decent for his time handling some one duties. And there were times in that game where he really looked like he belonged. Good elevation on a shot. Now, not all of them were going down. you got to make those. But he, he actually looked like he belonged on a Big Ten floor the other night for a time. Now, I'm not sitting here saying he's your new point guard, but I would certainly fool around with that. Everyone's going to mm-hmm. say, well, what about Connor McCaffrey when he gets healthy? I never thought Connor McCaffrey was a Big Ten level guard to begin with. Now, I was wrong about Bohannon because I didn't think he was a Big Ten <laughs> level guard, um, and, and he certainly is. But I just think that if, if you've got Bohannon and McCaffrey out there, you are forced to play zone. And this team still is not good playing zone defense. And because if you, if you have those guys playing man to man off the top, they're going to get crushed. They're going to, guys are going to blow by him. So I don't know. I would, right now with Connor not available, I, maybe you give, Maybe you give Macy Daly more minutes because you don't want Ellingson. Ellingson in that role is he's not a Big Ten level point guard, and he only has value to you when he's making shots. John, last thing for you on the hoops. Uh, I know it drives you crazy. It drives me crazy. Fran McCaffrey and his rigid rule, you get two fouls, you sit for the rest of the half. He expects his guys to be able to play through runs. He expects them to be able to play without needing a timeout, but he can't expect them to play with two fouls and play smart in the first half. As games are falling apart, it doesn't matter if you got three fouls with two minutes left when you're down 17. The theory just doesn't make a ton of sense when other teams are going on runs. Do you see Fran ever getting off his rigidness? I can't say that he'll never change. but And it's not like Fran's the only guy that does this, but he, you know, I read something on Ken Pomeroy the other day that you know, out of 314 D1 coaches that have X number of years of experience to where they have data, Fran is the seventh most rigid mm-hmm. with this rule. And it, it really it really confounds me. I'd love to sit down and just have a conversation with him to get his take on it because the reason that you take your guy out is to protect him from picking up additional fouls and not being available for you later in the game. But by taking Tyler Cook or other people out, you know, sometimes with 15 minutes left to go in the first half or 10 minutes left to go in the first half, you are essentially guaranteeing the thing you're trying to avoid, and that is reduced minutes because of foul trouble. You are doing it voluntarily. Fouling out your own player. Yeah, you are fouling. You are essentially guaranteeing foul out minutes. And I tweeted that the other night. It was 8.54 left. Iowa was uh, down 19-17, to and they took him out. And I said, well, Fran McCaffrey just fouled out Tyler Cook. 
And at the end of the game, Tyler Cook played, what, 14 minutes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Iowa was down 41-26 at halftime, 15-17 when he went out. Mm-hmm. And there you go. John Miller self-immolation, Ken. Self-immolation. <laughs> no, I like it. Look, and I've come around. I think you guys are hit the nail on the head. I'm with you. John, great stuff. We'll catch up next week. Thank you, John Miller. All right. Well, bye-bye. Take care. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. You guys are 100% right. I don't like when he needs to. Uh, I just don't like rigid rules from coaches. And it doesn't matter the sport. Trust your kids. It doesn't matter the sport. But the everything has to be. No. There are different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Jordan Bohannon gets two fouls with the way this team's constructed. Who are you going to put in? Right. You're just going right, to, we'll, we'll go with Ellingson and Macy Daly for 15 minutes the rest of the first. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. you can't be so rigid. A little flexibility, that's all I ask. I don't think that's asking too much, Trent Connor. We'll take a timeout. Bama Bob will be here. We're going to uh, go over our our preseason picks, see how bad we were. Uh, that's coming up next. Uh, we we picked the Power 5 conferences. Did we get close? If so, who got closer? We'll... Because I have no idea. I don't remember who I picked. We'll get into that next. We'll take you up until 2 o'clock as we do each and every Monday through Friday, noon to 2. It's local sports uh, with uh, Trent Conant and myself. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Hello, this is Sergeant Jeff Rollman with the Polk County Sheriff's Office. I'm excited to share with you an event that is being hosted by the Special Olympics of Iowa. It's the second annual Shoot for the Stars Pistol Shoot Fundraiser on Saturday, December 9th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Crossroads Shooting Sports in Johnston. All proceeds from this event will go towards the 14,000 Special Olympic athletes here in Iowa. Participants can shoot between two package options, a live shoot bullseye contest for $40 or a simulated bottle shoot for $20. Participants can also do both packages for $50. If interested in participating, go to soiowa.org forward slash pistol slash shoot for more information to register. You can also register at the door the day of the event. This event is being made possible by the Toyota of Des Moines, LMC Insurance and Risk Management, Great Western Bank, Charles Gavis Ford, Crossroads Shooting Sports, and the Law Enforcement Torch Run for the Special Olympics of Iowa. So please join me and our wonderful athletes to help support this great cause. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, Hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at The Rookie Sports. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Hey, man, where'd you get all that extra cash? <laughs> yo, yo, keep it down. I went online to 57cash.com yesterday, and bam! Whoa. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Four grand was in my account today. Wait a minute. 57cash.com helped you get 4K just like that? You know it! 57cash.com's lenders provide fast cash personal loans for up to $5,000 for 
people like me with any type of credit. Man, I'm always short on cash. Do you think 57cash.com will give me the cash I need fast? If you need extra cash fast, go to 57cash.com. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 57cash.com and you can get the loan you need now, regardless of your credit. Go to 57cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 57cash.com. Type www.57cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 57cash.com. 57cash.com. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates, too. Now, here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to Match.com slash search for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at Match.com slash search. That's Match.com slash search. Match.com slash search. Hello, everyone. Domino's here. There's a sound you should get used to. That's right, we love our customers, and we're not above a little kissing up. And that's why we have a ridiculously good deal. We're giving you half off all pizzas when you order online. Go to dominoes.com, select the coupon, and get all pizzas for 50% off menu price. But hurry, it's only valid through December 7th. Oh, yes, we did. Online only. Limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Offer applies to the pizza portion of your order only. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Final segment here. It's a midweek edition of the uh, Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking local sports with you. Well, let's get uh, back into college football, shall we? He's Bama Bob. He joins us thrice weekly. Uh, he'll be with us on Friday. We'll take a look at the Army-Navy game, and we have saved the bowl games uh, until Friday, so we'll get into those at that time. But, Bama, a couple issues. We want to uh, grade our preseason uh, prognostications <laughs> Uh, I have no idea what we picked, uh, which may embarrass us. 
or we might have got a couple right. So we'll see how we did. It's always fun to go back and uh, and take a look. Uh, but before we get going, good to talk to you, all, first of all. Uh, Willie Taggart is now taking his third job within a calendar year, which is crazy right. when you think about it. But at sure. the end of the day, Bama, I could see the allure of the opportunity to take Florida State, go back home, if you will. This job doesn't come open very often. Uh, it's unfortunate for Oregon. They'll get a good coach. But your thoughts on the latest move, which uh, is, I guess, ta- taggered back to uh, Florida State. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I certainly don't blame him. I mean, I'm, I know Eugene, Oregon is great and beautiful and all. But, I mean, this is one of the top currently you know, one of the, you know, top jobs in the country. And like you said, doesn't come open very often. I think this is the third coach in 43 years. It's kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, it doesn't come open very often. You would expect it to start coming open more, uh, you know, since, you know, obviously Bowden was there for 34 of those years. But I get it. Um, you know, Florida State fans, I'll be honest, you know, I've, I've talked to a few of them, seen a few of them, you know, read a few comments there. This is kind of a tepid uh response from them mm. but you know who, i don't want to say who you're going to get because they've got they do have money although apparently that's what one of fisher's gripes was uh was facilities and you know money and keeping up in the arms race and whatnot but um i get it from taggart's perspective uh you know you got to give florida state credit we've seen the screw up that tennessee has gone through and you know for whatever reason they have identified him as their guy and they went and got him. So you have to – he's probably a guy they knew would say yes. I think that, that's a big thing, too, uh, you know, having been in South Florida uh, for a while. But, you know, guys, here's the crazy thing to me, and, and I heard this stat and I couldn't believe it, and I looked it up, and it's true. There's seven BCS FBS schools in Florida. There's Florida, Florida State, Miami, Central Florida, South Florida, Florida Atlantic, Florida International. Mark Rick who just completed his second season at Miami, is now the longest tenured coach. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? And when you think about it, he just finished his second season at Miami, and he has the most tenure of the FBS coach in the state of Florida. That's a great <laughs> stat. Yeah. That's crazy. I had no, did you know that trend? No, I no, I love that. I love those things. Hey, uh, one more on coaching. So I was thinking about this uh, last night. Clemson building a behemoth, and Florida State kind of led me down this path. So Dabo, we know, is an Alabama guy. Mm-hmm. Is right. there any way, let's say Saban retires in three years, is there any way at all Dabo would leave the place that he has built into the behemoth that it is to go back home and go to Alabama? Mm-hmm. Could you envision that? Interesting. Yeah, I think so. And I'll, I'll tell you this. That's who Alabama has their eye on. I guarantee you that is who they're going to go after, whether he'll take it or not. I don't know. Um, if he wins another national championship this year, which he's going to have a chance to, I think the program that he's built there in Clemson, he, I mean, I would expect him to be in the playoff hunt over the next two or three years. Saban is 66, uh, my guess. You know, who knows how long he'll coach. Uh, he, you know, he, he's about, he acts about 10 years younger than his actual age. So you could see him coaching into his 70s. I, I mean, who really knows? Um, I think Jimbo Fisher maybe going to A&M might kind of light a little spark under him. He'll never admit it. Um, you know, one of his former protégés because they they made that hire specifically to compete with Alabama. There's no and they're paying him in advance to compete with Alabama. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dabo. I mean, look, we, we all remember the story after they lost to Syracuse on a Friday night 
he was back at Tuscaloosa the next morning right. uh, honoring that 92 championship team. And his, you know, a lot of it was with his coach, Gene Stallings. Uh, he was a walk-on on that, on that team, you know, receiver. Um, you know, and I think a lot of it was for Stallings, who is, you know, as we all know, is not in the greatest of health and is getting up there. So who knows how many more times he'd have to see him. But he, he does, I mean, he loves Alabama. He's come out and said it. You know, listen, this is, you know, I love where I'm at now, but, you know, Alabama's a part of you. So, you know, that's the famous Paul Bryant line, you know, when he left Texas A&M, you know, 50 years ago, whatever it was, he goes, you know, Mama called, so I got to go home. So uh, they're going to call Dabo Sweeney. Now, whether he takes it or not, I don't know. But I could see that that, that, is, that is probably the one job he would leave for. Uh, and I could see the allure of it, and you know it would be that's the that's the one replacement when you start talking about it. And there's starting to be a few rumblings now around Saban because of the age. Uh, you know that hey, this this is who we want. Uh, now whether they can get him or not, who knows? So uh, ACC predictions before the year, we we picked our championship game participants on each side. Uh, we all had Florida State wrong. Well, yep. true, but you know we didn't foresee the injury, right? Right, right. Francois right, yeah, and that right. offensive line didn't improve as hoped. No. Well, um, but guys, let, let's let's think. Let's go back to this real quick because we we all thought. I mean, college football writers thought mm-hmm. that this was going to be the game of the year, right? Yeah. Alabama and Florida State was sure. the game of the year, which, as we know, Francois getting hit hurt rather. Um, I mean, if he if he makes it through the season, we're not talking about Alabama sneaking into the uh, sneaking into the college football playoff. We're just not. I mean, that game all of a sudden uh, looks a whole lot shinier on their resume, but uh, the way Florida State ended, it didn't. But go ahead, Trent. We all have Florida State. Who do we have on the other side? Uh we both had Ken and I had Virginia Tech. Did we? The only one I that gets thinking? a point, Bama Bob. He had Miami coming out of the other division. So Bama, a point to you. You called the U. Yeah, well, you know, it was, uh, you know, blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and again. Mm. And I liked Rick in his second year, and I just mm-hmm. looked at that side of the division, and they just, you know, <laughs> they, they had a quarterback, yeah. and that means they had a chance. So, so you know, Flo- Trent, we had, you and I had Florida State Vautech. Yeah. What an awful, Swing awful and a miss. Swing and a miss. All right, let's go to the Big 12 and maybe take a little overview of each of these conferences as we run through. Sure. Big picture, Big 12. Lincoln Riley. Does he just keep the machine going at Oklahoma? I mean, I think he does, um, I, and I you, know, you could argue he's kept it going better than Stoops a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, his first, you know, listen, Stoops won. I think was it first or second year when he won his BCS championship. Um, but I mean, listen, or third, second was it second? Yep. Yeah, I mean, look, Lincoln Riley's done a great job this year. There's no question about it. Uh, you know, the one loss being to Iowa State, uh, who turned out to be a lot better than, than people thought. The the reality is a cold, hard reality. He's going to have to face life without Baker Mayfield. So, you know, let's see how that goes for him. You know, can he can he find another guy? Can he develop another guy? Can he recruit and replace all that? Because Oklahoma is one of those teams that churns, that their, their churn is, is pretty high in terms of, you know, getting a lot of five, four- and five-star guys, develop them, they leave early. You get a guy like Mayfield, who is clearly a difference maker, and I think makes them the favorite in the playoff this year, to be honest with you. Um, but he's going to be gone. So, uh, you know, can, can he replace him? Who's he going to replace him with? And it's going to be a challenge. But, listen, 33 years old, taking over for a, a legend in yep. Bob Stoop. Got to call him that. I mean, he's we talked about it when it happened. Different from being an assistant, now you're the guy, and he's done a great job this year, fantastic job, and they are 
certainly positioned for the future. No doubt. All right, Trent, uh, let's see how we did in the Big 12. Uh, we all had Oklahoma in the title game, so point for all of us there. You both had Oklahoma State Damn. on the other side. You had K-State. I had Kansas State. Yeah, I, remember that I, I was going a little crazy there. And Bill Snyder, uh, just a quick uh, minute here. Bill Snyder, is he back next year, Bama? I guess if he wants to be, he is. Yeah, that's um, the answer. Yeah. So I guess that that's that really is the answer. I mean, I, what is he seventy seven now? Seventy seven like, or seventy eight? I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we talked about it earlier in the year, guys. For what all he's done there, um, I, I just think that he deserves a chance to be back. I don't know that he deserves a chance to name the guy that replaces him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're getting to a point when you start getting into late seventies and eighties, and I know these guys are younger than they used to be at that age and you know, all the energy and everything else. But at some point it starts to impact recruiting. And, you know, I just, I, I really hope that we don't get into one of these Bowden situations where a, he hangs on too long and B kind of, forces the administration to make a decision because without Bill Snyder, nobody would give a crap about Kansas State football. No doubt. Let's move on, Trent. Where are we going next? Let's go out to the Pac-12. You guys knocked it out of the park. Did we? Both had USC Stanford in the title game. I had Washington USC. Okay. So uh, a couple points for each of you guys there. Pac-12 going forward. Miss, uh, Miss the college football playoff. Had Washington the year before. I believe you missed it the year before. Got better with Chip Kelly. Yes, Chip Kelly will yep. be a big help. What's the future of the Big Twelve? Are, are they the Big Twelve or the Pac? Are, Pac- the Pac Twelve? Excuse me. Are, are they, you know, the the fifth conference kind of looking in every year? I don't think so. I, I think USC uh, under Clay Helton again. He's going to have to replace Sam Donald. So mm-hmm. those guys, those they don't just grow on trees. But you know, I was really surprised UCLA never made more noise uh, with Josh Rosen there for as long as he was, and we all expect them to leave. They wasted maybe so, their best quarterback since Troy Aikman is the consensus with Rosen. Yeah, Obama. I agree, and, and they just they, you know they just never made a national splash, if you will. Uh, Oregon, you know, really in a state of flux now, ever since Kelly left, really. You know, Helfrich was okay, and Taggart really didn't have much of a chance to do anything, and now, who, now where are they going to go? Um, you know, uh, Stanford, I just think David Shaw is just rock star. Right. You know, yep. think about this. I think, guys, this is, is this four out of five years, if you count McCaffrey twice, that Stanford's going to have somebody in New York at the Heisman ceremony? I mean, because you had luck. Yeah. I think you had McCaffrey twice, and now you got Bryce Love. I mean, that's that's a pretty damn good record. Had Toby Gerhardt. Uh, Toby you know, Gerhardt uh, from the Vikings. <laughs> Vikings yeah. fame. That's right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I well, mean, he was a good college player. He was. He was a really good college he player. He really was. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just... You know, I like what he's doing out there. They just can't seem to quite get over that hump. But, you know, again, they're on a level academic-wise with the Vanderbilt, Duke, Northwestern mm-hmm. world, and, and it is a challenge. And, you know, we see what Fitzgerald's doing at Northwestern, which I give him a ton of props. And I same thing with David Shaw. But I, I think the Pac-12 will be back. Uh, they were in the playoff picture a little bit this year with Washington um, early on, and then USC making a late run. Just that loss at Notre Dame being so big, and then Notre Dame fading, I think, hurt him. But uh, no doubt. Uh, you know, Arizona State with Herman Edwards. I don't get that, that Bama, but we'll save that crazy. for another day. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, anyway, don't get it. Uh, let's go to the, where you want to go, the Big Ten? Let's do Big Ten, you guys, again, two for two for each I of you. I had to have Wisconsin. I said they were going to be 12-0 and 0 before and, and the And you year. nailed it? Yeah. Did you have them 12-1? 
I don't remember. Okay, probably so, but I, I you know, I can't give myself credit. For I, I did have Northwestern, and I would have loved to see Wisconsin Northwestern in November, as opposed to when they play in September. Yeah, Wildcats won a lot of close they games. Finished really well. They did, yeah, and by the true. end of the season, they were playing well. So I would have liked to see that game later, but two for two for you guys. We're on a roll, Bama. How about that? Yeah, I know. Who knew? <laughs> uh, all right, let's finish up with the – do you have anything on the Big Ten that you want to throw out there, Trent? Uh, let's go to the SEC. Right. Uh, and there was one of us three that nailed the championship game. Really? We... Now, I had Kentucky coming out of the East because yeah. I didn't like anybody. I thought they were going to be better. Yeah, and they got off to a good start. Yeah. That's kind of the calling card of Mark Stoops. Former Hawkeye Mark Stoops, is that just what they are? He, he's built them to a 7-5 and five program, and that's really all you can hope for out of Kentucky? Uh, it's, you know, you might squeeze out an eight and four, nine and three on a good year, but, you know, look, with Smart down there, uh, at Georgia really got that program rolling now. I mean, who knows where Tennessee's going? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that was just an absolute mess. <laughs> Bush Champ was better at South Carolina. Um, you know, and now Florida with, with Mullen. I mean, I think, you know, are they going to be, can he do at Mississippi State with better talent what he did? Uh, you know, at Florida, what he did at Mississippi State with with a lot better recruiting base and more talent. So, you know, look, Kentucky, if if you eight and four is they're fine with that. You know, in a nice ball game this year against Northwestern mm-hmm. in Nashville. Um, so, yeah, I think has he taken him as far as he can go? I don't know. It might be a similar situation to what Mullen had at, at Mississippi State, where I think he finally realized, look. This is about as good as I can do, and the Florida job's not going to come open very often. But, listen, good stoops a ton of credit. They didn't win the division. It's going to be hard for them to ever win the division. Um, But, you know, if they can be in the top tier and be a factor in the division, uh, you know, knock off one of the quote-unquote big three, if you will, uh, every year, which they did, um, you know, then – yeah, I think they'll be happy with that. All right, let's. Uh, who did? Who had it right, uh, Trent Condon? Well, speaking of Florida, that's who Bama had playing Alabama, uh, and you nailed it, Ken. Jeez, I had a hell of a year. But, so, you yeah. guys. Uh, well, I finished in last place. I, okay. I, I went away from the chalk a little so bit. So I and, had both teams correct. Both teams correct. You had Bama, Georgia in the championship game. So. But it was Auburn. Well, it was Auburn, Georgia, though. That's oh, that's Auburn. right. Yeah, well, yeah. well, all right. We'll knock us all down. I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember picking Auburn, but I was <laughs> yeah. going to take it. Yeah, Alabama just threw me off of the college football playoff. Oh, geez, I, I'm, I'm We're used to be Alabama being in, yes, in yes. Uh, Atlanta. Well, uh, six points for each of you guys. I had three. So six of the ten out of you guys, 60%. And uh, now we need a tiebreaker to, to break this tie. Well, we'll do something on Friday with the Bulls. All right. Maybe That'll be something good. like that. Uh, Bama, Baker Mayfield's going to win the Heisman. I'm glad Lamar Jackson got invited back. I'm so, look, at one of the stories I think we're going to be talking about uh, the college football, everybody, everybody had awarded Barkley, Shaquille Barkley uh, the uh, the Heisman yep. back in September. Um, he's not even getting an invite, Bama. Yeah, and I think that's I'm disappointed in that. I've seen a lot of the guy I follow down here that covers uh, Alabama for the Tuscaloosa News, Cecil Hurt. He's a great Twitter follow. Uh, if anybody out there just, I mean, he's just witty. You know, a lot of it's, you know, Alabama centric, obviously, but uh, he, he covers a lot of other topics and everything. And he would like to see, and I totally agree, I'd like to see him invite five every year. I mean, I just. Just for the just, experience? Just for the experience. I mean, yeah. listen, I mean, you know, just, just guys who. Who like Barkley? Maybe who were uh, you know productive early and faded late. I mean, I think he deserves to be there. Um, you know, a guy like you know Jalen Hurts or Carryon Johnson. You know, pick somebody else. I mean, that had a good year. You know, I, 
we've had it in the past where guys have, have you know had a good half a season, maybe gotten hurt. You know, listen, if, if they were in a conversation early, invite them. I just, you know, just just invite five every year, and and you know, you can call yourself a Heisman finalist, and and I think it, you know, it's not going to cost them very much more money than Lord knows they probably have more than enough in that foundation. So I'd like to see five, but. I'm with you. I like Lamar Jackson getting an invite. Louisville was just completely off the radar this right. year, totally off the radar. And his numbers were amazing again. His numbers were amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, a guy like Kelly Bryant, you could argue, maybe should be in there, um, you know, for what he did and what what they couldn't do without him. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, Mayfield's going to win it, should win it. Off the field stuff, uh, you know, it's going to factor in a little bit. I don't think the margin is going to be quite as large as maybe it once was, but um, I would have liked to have seen Barkley and then somebody else there. But, How about Mackenzie know. Milton, uh, Central Florida? Yeah, After watching him in the event, you know what? Uh, that, that, that was a hell of a story. The back-to-back yeah. week, Central Florida, I thought yeah. was as exciting games right. finishes as we've seen. Bam, we're out of time. We'll do Army-Navy and we'll do the Bulls on uh, Friday. Um, Jaquan Barkley did win the Horning uh, that was announced earlier today. Didn't go over well in Ames. Uh, with Joe Lanning. So, anyways. Uh, Bam, we're out of time. We'll talk to you uh, on Friday. Thanks, pal. All right, guys. Enjoy it. Thanks a lot. Yep, good to talk to you. Bama Bob talking uh, college football. Trent, it's uh, our final minute here. What are you going to watch tonight? Oh, little hoops. But what's on? It floats your blow. Is there, is there anything? Oh, let's see I here. looked earlier. I swear to God. We're, pa- we're past the Big Ten games now after. Yeah. How about Rutgers met last night? Didn't even hit on that. Rutgers giving Michigan State a tussle for a while. Yeah, Nebraska uh, yeah. beating Minnesota. That was the one that stuck with me. Oh, what do we have this evening? Drake, South Dakota? Yeah. It's on TV. Yeah, I don't even know. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, Washington, Kansas? Washington is awful. Well, there you go. There's really nothing on TV. <laughs> this is, oh, boy. Florida, Loyola? Yeah. Loyola's decent. Yeah, but is Florida? Yeah. Are they? They got beat by Florida State the other night, but yeah, they're really good. I, I watched their game against Duke when they shoot it. And that's a lot of college teams. When they shoot it, they're good. But SEC Network 611 might get me a, a little bit of time and see if the MVC can find a way to hang around a little bit. I'm going to try and find some lions chasing down some wildebeest <laughs> okay. or some wildebeest right. trying to cross the stream and crocodiles are waiting for it. <laughs> I think that's what my night is. I, no I football. There, there's, there's no matching. It's awful. Hockey do anything for you? To, you no, what well, happened to your Jets last yeah, night? not good. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, we're out of here. Uh, we're back tomorrow, noon to two. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are with you every Monday through Friday, noon to two, talking local sports with you on 1700 KB. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg the holidays are around the corner a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations but it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one you can help manda the panda needs donations for its cheer box program which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more that's amandathepanda.org denise denise when you're not near my heart does decrease no That's not good. He went to Jared because he realized a necklace would probably say it a little better. 
It's the Jared Last Chance to Save event with amazing discounts storewide, special pricing on hundreds of new pieces, and exclusive jewelry you'll only find at Jared. The Jared Last Chance to Save event, December 7th through 10th. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas. Log on to 1700kbgg.com. Click on the 12 Deals of Christmas banner and purchase the deals you want with half-off gift certificates at Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2. Cute Smokehouse always has daily specials and made-from-scratch sides and excellent barbecue, too. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee across from Dairy Queen online at KUEDSmokehouse.com. The Home Plate Diner, serving the best comfort food around. We offer homemade specials daily and breakfast is served all day. Tuesdays, kids eat free, and Thursdays is free pie day. Two locations to serve you across from the fairgrounds on 30th Street and on Northeast 14th Street, a block north of Euclid. Shorty's Barbecue is full Texas flavor, Iowa nice. Savor their southern-style all-wood smoke authentic barbecue. No gas, no reheating. Just mouth-smacking, 100% full-bodied smoke flavor. Shorty's Barbecue, now open behind McDonald's on Northwest 86th Street in Johnson. Online at shortesbbq.com. It's the 12 deals of Christmas at 1700kbgg.com. Offer not valid in all states where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Hey, man, where'd you get all that extra cash? <laughs> yo, yo, keep it down. I went online to 57cash.com yesterday, and bam! Whoa. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Four grand was in my account today. Wait a minute. 57cash.com helped you get 4K just like that? You know it! 57cash.com's lenders provide fast cash personal loans for up to $5,000 for... People like me, with any type of credit. Man, I'm always short on cash. Do you think 57cash.com will give me the cash I need fast? If you need extra cash fast, go to 57cash.com. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 57cash.com and you can get the loan you need now, regardless of your credit. Go to 57cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 57cash.com. Type www.57cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 57cash.com. 57cash.com. Hello, everyone. Domino's here. There's a sound you should get used to. That's right, we love our customers, and we're not above a little kissing up. And that's why we have a ridiculously good deal. We're giving you half off all pizzas when you order online. Go to Domino's.com, select the coupon, and get all pizzas for 50% off menu price. But hurry, it's only valid through December 7th. Oh, yes, we did. Online only. Limited time offer. Prices participate.